There were times when she wished he were dead. Not that she'd never met him, or that he'd never been born, but that he'd get hit by a car or get himself killed in some other violent way, like a bar fight, or his arm would get caught in a machine and he would bleed to death before anyone could save him. And she wished that in those final moments, when he felt his life draining from him, that he'd understand what a bastard he was. What a waste of life. She could envision him, his blood pooling in a black kidney-shaped puddle beneath him as he repented in terror, understanding with a final clarity that he was about to pay for the man he was. In those dark moments, he'd be sorry. So sorry. But it would be too late. That's how she felt about him. She lay alone in the dark, on the old pilled quilt atop her bed. The radiator was cranking dry, hot air, making an occasional loud bang as if someone were hitting one of the pipes with a metal wrench. She strained to hear the soft, measured breathing of her daughter down the hall. A strong wind rattled the window. She knew it was cold outside, colder than it had been yet this autumn, but she was sweating a little. The heat in her apartment always ran too hot. In the night, the baby, though she really wasn't a baby anymore at almost two years old, would kick off her covers. She was listening for that, for the sudden shift the child made in her sleep when she pushed the blankets away. But she was listening, too, for other noises. Her heart had finally stopped racing, and the baby had finally stopped screaming, but she knew he would come back. She lay fully clothed in a gray sweatshirt, jeans, and sneakers, the phone in her hand. A baseball bat lay beside her leg. If he came back, she would call the police again, even though they'd already come once tonight after he'd gone. She had a restraining order. They had to come no matter how many times she called. She couldn't believe it had come to this, her life. If it weren't for her daughter, she'd think what a mess she'd made of it. How many mistakes, how many broken expectations. At least she knew that she did one thing well. That in spite of everything, her baby was happy and healthy and loved by her mother. The clock beside her bed cast a green glow, and the only sounds now were the child breathing and the hum of the refrigerator down the hall. It was old. There was a low groan and a slight rattle to it. She hardly noticed any more, except when she was listening closely to the darkness, worrying about where he was and what he would try next. Their relationship had been all but over when she told him she was pregnant if you could even call it a relationship. They'd gone out a couple of times. He'd pick her up in his Monte Carlo and take her to a pizza place where people seemed to know him. He'd pull out her chair and tell her she was pretty. He'd tell her that a couple of times over dinner, using it as filler for a conversation that faltered more than it flowed. They'd seen The Candidate with Robert Redford and The Getaway with Steve McQueen, neither of which he had particularly wanted to see, not that he'd asked. He'd just drive them to the movie theater and walk to the ticket window, tell the clerk what he wanted to see. Maybe that should have been her first clue. If you're going to the movies with your date, shouldn't you ask her what she wants to see? 
In the darkened theater with a bucket of popcorn between her legs, he'd played with her ponytail and whispered in her ear how pretty she was. Again. The second time, during the getaway, she'd let him touch her breast and almost liked it, felt herself go hot between the legs. That night, he'd come back to her apartment and they'd slept together, but he didn't stay the night. She'd slept with him again a few times after that, but he stopped taking her out for pizza and movies. And then, just as she was starting to count on hearing his voice on the phone, feeling his arm on her shoulder, he faded out of her life. They all seemed to do that, didn't they? Seemed like one week they were together, but by the next, they were strangers. For a while, she had heard from him every night, which turned into every other night. Then her phone stopped ringing altogether. She'd look at it, sitting there on the kitchen counter, pick up the receiver to make sure it was working. 